Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, what's that smell? Good evening, Metal Faithful. It is I, your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Radlich. And this is the Metal Hammer of Doom, the plague that makes your booty move. Joining me tonight is Juicy J, Chesty LaRue, the bratty one, Dick Titten, Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? Mm, tonight I'll be called Vic Titten. That's right. <laughs> 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 Uh, doing great. I'm glad to be back here talking some Megadeth. Sweet. And yes, we are talking Megadeth, The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead, the latest album by one of the big four thrash metal bands, Megadeth, uh, their 16th studio album, as it were, which came out on September 2nd. And we did a, a Metal Hammer of Doom extra on the single Night Stalkers featuring motherfucking Ice-T, bitch. Speaking <laughs> of bitches, ladies and gentlemen, the Metal Coop, Robert Cooper, the Megadeth superfan. How do you do, sir? Uh, well, you know, I do pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but uh, I don't know if I'm doing as good as motherfucking Ice T though. <laughs> He's he, Ice I, motherfucking T, bitch. Yeah, it's quite ironic considering he can play a cop on TV and still maintain all of his street cred. And That's nobody, right. nobody fucks with Ice T. You know the deal. Because right. talk shit gets shot. God damn right. There's a bitch in the pit. Um, colors. Moving on. <laughs> We're talking... I think that might be one of my favorite bits. <laughs> colors? Just, just, uh... We just start, like, just talking in song titles, and then just and then they stop making any sense at all. Yeah, at one point they are related to each other, and then they just cease to be. It's like, it's like with, I used to do this with Guns N' Roses, because Guns, Guns N' Roses had a big enough catalog with some really spectacular titles that, like, you know, Jesse, in the cold November rain, you could be mine. And then Jesse would say... Mm, something along the lines of, uh, back off, bitch. Hey, Jesse, I don't need your Civil War. And we would just keep going, and then eventually it'd be like, <laughs> fuck, um, it'd be like patience. Yeah. <laughs> just move yeah. on. We, we, we can't do the bit and force <laughs> ourselves to do the bit. It happens naturally. Yeah. Um, I think the, uh, there are other times where, like, I'll start doing that, and then at the end, like, I'll, I'll just say something completely incongruent and crack Jesse it, up. It ranks up there with, uh, you know, V for Vendetta, Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> 
for those of... we're talking at first it was it, you know we were thinking of alan moore movies or right. something like that and then yeah. you know whenever we stumbled on what we couldn't figure out we just started naming <laughs> more movies that had to deal with Je- alan moore jesse would be like who played who like how many flashes have there been and i'm like Watchmen, v for vendetta <laughs> league of Gen- extraordinary <laughs> gentlemen uh from hell yeah exactly from hell <laughs> Anyway, so Coop, uh, get us started here. We did a whole retrospective, um, which you can now find on the Metal Hammer of Doom Extra, or you can find the clips on my TikTok and the W2M TikTok. We ranked Megadeth albums, just like fifty words or less, and then we'll start playing some music because I know we're like we're already late tonight. Um, like your expectations, your your thoughts on what you were going to get from the sick, the dead, and the, the dying, and the dead, based on the last couple of Megadeth albums and what the band's been doing in the last couple of years. Well, I know one big thing that's definitely changed for this album is David Ellison, of course, is gone mm-hmm. uh, because he was diddling teenagers. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. No. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was really expecting this just to be another really good uh, slate of thrash metal Mm-hmm. Dave seemed to do really well when there's a lot going on in the world, I think. Uh, when there's a lot to be talking about, especially like Uncle Al. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially when you look at like Dystopia in game. He definitely has a lot of. Uh, his, he definitely feeds off of sort of, well, what a lot of the pandemic brought, which is, uh, you know, a lot of that. Uh, Driving. Sort of, how would you say? Sort of the the more dystopic, funny with the last album, parts of yeah. science fiction with your labor camps and your government overreach and whatnot. And you know, I do feel that if anything, that can uh, you can look at that as a uh, something to inspire him. Mm-hmm. All right, Great. let's go ahead and. Let's go ahead and play the first three tracks here. Um, we've got, yep, da, da. we've got the sick, the dying, and the dead. Your title track, then life and hell, and night stalkers featuring motherfucking ice tea, bitch.
Concealed in the night from the light of the moon Undetected between the heavens, the stars and the seas They seize the night when it's dark like inside a tomb They leave their flat black body armor dreams Coop, give it to me raw and hard. You know, I am disappointed that the uh, that song wasn't about the game that uh, Charlie and Frank play, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Nightcrawlers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't get that reference. Uh, it's. I, I think the implication is that they're touching each other's wieners in their sleep because they're just weird. <laughs> That's but, hilarious. Uh, I fucking love that show, by the way. It's I've so never watched funny. a single episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, it I is. I started it never finished it. They're, they're very horrible people that usually <laughs> get what's coming to them. Sure. But it's so fun just to watch them, watch just how they slowly spiral over the seasons. It's pretty beautiful. Anywho, uh, something I will say that... Uh, on this album that I found very interesting is that, you know, I kind of know where Dave Mustaine's politics fly. And I feel like his music isn't necessarily marred in just the pol- just his political beliefs, which uh, some people like uh, that are far less creative and not nearly as good artists, cough, cough, kid rock, uh, are able to, you know, he's actually able to kind of push his beliefs not necessarily aside, but a lot, kind of incorporate some of that into the lyrics and how he really operates. And I've always, I really respect that. Uh, the imagery on the album cover of uh, French Revolution, I do really feel is apt for the modern day, but also just a very interesting sort of uh, way to put the situation to put Vic in because, you know, typically, uh, you know, we, I don't, feel like we really have seen that as uh, Megadeth album covers really have as many classical uh, settings. So, I mean, there's oftentimes, like, you know, rest in peace, you've got the world leaders, and system has failed, you've got the world leaders, but you rarely have, you have maybe you have some current day, but maybe not as much uh, past day uh, illusions, which I just found very interesting. In terms of the songs themselves, uh, Addicted, I feel like, had some really good spots to it. Like, it had a very good pace. Uh, it also had quite a lot to say. I feel you can uh, perhaps look at uh, certain narcissists, and that's how they act as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> very how topical. It is. They're very addicted to themselves. Um, and they make other people addicted to them. That is very true. Uh, I don't necessarily know though if i feel like that song was anything more than just kind of like a solid like you know oh, hey that was a decent song but i'm never really going to go back to it uh night stalkers was a really cool video that we uh we watched but also really solid song really fucking dug it uh and then the opener with the bring out your dad very uh you know very in a lot of ways almost uh, the past imitating the present with you know, the previous COVID pandemic, you know, bring out your dead. That was in a lot of ways, uh, kind of how things were. And it's kind of hard not to see those illusions in it. And I found it very interesting the way that he, uh, was able to mirror that. All right, Jesse, what are your thoughts? 
Hey, top three songs I think are going to be these three songs off of this album for me. I don't know if there's another one that uh, will. I think this album starts out great. I love yeah. it, but as kind we of, progress, kind of meanders as it goes on, right? Yeah, as as we progress, I don't know if I'm going to find what I actually got in these first three songs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still some stuff that kind of kicks some ass, but not as much as these three songs go. So, uh, I mean, I felt like when I first spun this album, I was like, okay, we're we're getting some solid Megadeth here. Will it continue? I have to find out. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Dave just sits there. And, ah, ah. <laughs> you won't know if he's turning Super Saiyan. <laughs> His hair's already no, pretty. Uh, yeah. It's pretty orange. All right. Who's, you want to hear the next three songs? Do it. Sure. All right. Here we go. We've got uh, Dogs of Chernobyl, Sacrifice, and Junkie.
Robert, correct me if I'm wrong or if you wildly disagree with this, but this, you know how we talked about Death Magnetic was like the spiritual successor to And Justice for All and then um, uh, Hardwired to Self-Destruct kind of continued in that vein. Like this this was the Metallica that we left off at And Justice for All and they, they were kind of keeping with that sound. Like they, they had uh, abandoned sort of their more modern movements and they were uh they were going back to what the people liked best about them this the sick the dying and the dead feels like rust in peace holy wars um uh so long so good so what so far so good so what era megadeth like this feels like this would have fit in among those albums uh i don't necessarily feel that way i feel like those albums are a little thrashier uh, okay. This feels more to me like a return to uh, maybe a little more like euthanasia era. Okay. Uh, may, yeah, maybe late, like later Megadeth, like you know, countdown to extinction, euthanasia era. Because I, I do feel like there's a little, it's a little more slowed down and not mm-hmm. as not as focused on just outright, outright just thrashing breaking, and going nuts, breaking the speed barrier. Yeah. Uh, I think Junkie was like kind of a hilarious song, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because the start of it was so goofy, <laughs> it was really fucking goofy. Like if you would have, you know, if you would have cut out that uh, additional, like that that first five seconds, I don't feel like it would have. I don't know. It just kind of came off as odd. Like I get what mm-hmm. he was going for, but I, I it just didn't really hit for me. Yeah, there <clears throat> there's some interesting choices that he made they made on this album that it, it just doesn't ring right uh to me. I mean as a I've listened to my fair share of Megadeth and when you got things like what you're talking about happening on the album it kind of it, it it almost takes you out a little bit. Like you you just like okay, this isn't this isn't what I was expecting. Why is this here? Why is this happening? Um, now the three songs that you we, we just listened to, they aren't horrible, but I mean they aren't the shining. Uh, none of those are, you know, the shining examples of what I like this album for. Uh, and yeah, I agree with you also, Coop, about it being kind of like a throwback towards the euthanasia days. I don't feel enough thrash in here for some reason. I just don't. Um, well, and it very well could be that like maybe Dave's just not that guy anymore. Right, right, and, and he's allowed to have a sound evolve. We just got yeah. done talking about Clutch earlier. That's exactly what's happened with them. Their sound has evolved. So, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give them a, you know, I'm not going to consider it a detriment in regards to what they're doing. But is it something that I'm enjoying? It, it's, it's kind of a tough sell for me. All right, Jesse, um, let's play three more songs, and then when we come back, you can tell me what the angry, guy, angry metal guy thinks about all this. Hey, I can do that. All righty. Folks, uh, our next three tracks as we whip through this album are Killing Time, Soldier On, and Celebutante. Some people look at you and feel sorry. They see your beady eyes and a soul that is black. It's clear to see you're a pathological Know that you're lying 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jesse Starcher, what does the Angry Metal Guy think about all this? Oh, goodness me. Well, wouldn't you know that I found the... Yeah, uh, he definitely reviewed this one. <laughs> uh, so we're going to touch on that here in a second. Let's take a look around the rest of the net real quick to kind of look, see how everybody else is gauging this thing. Uh, so MetalPlanetMusic.com. Let's see if they gave this a rating. As a matter of fact, they did not. So that's all right. We're going to move on to another one then. That one would be <laughs> blabbermouth.net. Gave it a nine out of ten. The sick, the dying, and the dead. That's pretty not surprised pretty high. at all. Not, <laughs> not surprised at all for blabber, blabbermouth. Right. Uh, this one I'm going to save. We don't really hear from these guys very often. Bull and Tunes. We're going to come back to that here in a second, though. Uh, so how about. Let's take a look. This is going to be Sonic Perspectives. 9.1 out of 10. That's pretty high. So far, so good. Mm, so what? So I don't what? know. 
<laughs> Metacritic.com gave it a 79 with a 7.9 user score out of 36 ratings, which, so that's, you know, that's a little bit more down to earth in my opinion. Uh, then we have our friends over at metal.de. Uh, these guys, did they give them a rating? Because they usually give them a weird rating. Oh, they didn't. This one seems a little bit more normal. Nine out of ten from these guys. Uh, and then we have Kerrang.com dropping a four out of five. That I want to read uh, Metal Injection. Uh, and let's see. Did they? Yeah, exactly. Did they give them a uh, rating here? Oh, usually it's a star. Uh, nope, don't see it. Bulletins. Let's talk about bulletins.com. Bulletins.com, which I don't think I've ever quoted from at all. I've never heard of them. Yeah, B O O L I N Tunes. But uh, so their final words are this. In short, any self-respecting Megadeth fan should make themselves believe that the band broke up in 1997 or 2004 or at worst 2009. Equally important, no one should sub subject themselves to the sick, the dying, and the dead. Four out of ten. You talk about rough. Oof. That is rough. Uh, but yeah, Angry Metal Guy. So we head on over here, and sure enough, they did... Steel Drum, it looks like to be the reviewer for this album. And they gave it a two and a half out of five. Their final words, the good can be harvested for playlists and the album can be safely set aside. I don't hate the sick, the dying, and the dead, but it's tough to completely love. So close to good, has good, isn't quite good. Maybe next time? There you go. There are some reviews from around the internet on Megadeth's so... Nope, not the sick, the dying, and the dead. About did it again. The uh, <laughs> uh, so there you go. What do you think, Mark? Absolutely agree. Let's get to the... Um, well, first, oh, Robert, what did you think of those last set of three, Killing Time, Soldier On, and Sebulatante? I don't know if you saw my thing on Soldier On. Uh, I was like... Fuck, that reminds me of something. And then I went and found Blackmail the Universe from the system. I, okay, I saw the post, but like I was in between like rolling out of bed watching She Hulk and trying to get set up tonight. Yeah, it is uh that it's totally the same beat mm -hmm. as that. Uh different song though. It's not like a total hundred percent, but I was like, Oh, that sounds like that. Like I just couldn't not hear that. Uh Celebutant, uh Probably Jesse's least favorite song because he hates the French. Uh, <laughs> 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 you insult me in my own home. Slubby <laughs> uh, <laughs> Taunt, I enjoyed. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily feel I cannot feel get out of this mime box that I have made. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I do feel like this album is. Like yeah, I think there's good parts and bad parts, but yeah, I'm definitely more on like the eight eight out of ten instead of the nine out of ten personally. Yeah, uh, these songs are kind of a reason why because I feel like there's a lot of good to them, but they're not necessarily like you know they're not greatest hits worthy. I'm not gonna throw them on my ultimate playlist, but yep. they're all right. All right. All right. All right. Last four songs here. Kind of a short show tonight. Um, I know we're all trying to get to bed. I got work tomorrow. Jessica got work tomorrow. Um, Jonas, uh, Robert has to apparently clean his apartment. So well, I also have work at six a.m. So <laughs> perfect. All right, uh, let's wrap this shit show up then. Um, <laughs> hey, we've only got one or two more of these left, and then we can just do the one podcast tonight. Can't wait. Um, all right, last four songs, two of which are covers. We've got Mission to Mars. We'll be back, and then a cover of Dead Kennedy's Police Truck and This Planet's on Fire, Burning Hell from Sammy Hagar.
you know, in true Mark Rattledge fashion, my um, my favorite song out of that group was the Police Truck cover. <laughs> I, I, I did not know that that was. was a cover. No, no, yeah, Police Truck. That's a cover of a Dead Kennedy song. I, uh, see, I okay. saw a really fun shirt today. It's the Holiday Inn logo, and then underneath it says Cambodia. Get it? Uh, do, do, do you great. get it? Holiday, Holiday in Cambodia. Cambodia. Hey, I like this album. Um, a solid B plus for me, Jesse. It's decent. It has some bright spots. I don't know if I'll be revisiting it a whole lot. Uh, I mean, my goodness, there were uh, those last four. I mean, Mission to Mars. If you listen to that song, it's uh, almost silly. <laughs> it is. It, it's. <laughs> That's I mean, silly. <laughs> I mean, uh, come see, on. I, I loved I love parts of it because the my favorite part was like I think we should let Earth rust in peace. I was like, ah, 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 ah. yeah, right. <laughs> that made me happy. Uh, anyway, I mean, there were some there were some bright spots on this on this album. Is it return to the stuff that I love from Megadeth? I don't think so, not yet. But uh, there, there's hope. So maybe we'll be seeing it sometime soon. Um, go ahead, Coop. Take me home, baby doll. Uh, I mean, for me, those last four tracks, uh, I really did like. Uh, I thought Mission to Mars, while yes, goofy, uh, I really did enjoy it. I loved the beginning of it. I thought it was really different. Uh, overall, for this album, for me, I think I would give it a solid 8 out of 10. Uh, there's nothing bad on this album, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I think it'll get better on repeat listens? Perhaps some of it might not just some of it might just be a little more skippable the more I listen. Uh, but overall, like I did enjoy what old Mega Dave brought to the table, and uh, you know I am looking forward to what they're uh, going to be bringing here soon uh, with their tour with Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, I started wow. seeing like, so Five Finger Death Punch um, is coming to Tampa, but not on this Megadeth tour. I checked. I would have. I would have gone to that. That one doesn't seem to be coming anywhere near Florida. But um, Five Finger Death Punch. Is, I think we talked about this when we reviewed the album. They're coming closer to. They're coming to Florida with uh, the two country artists. Um, and I don't. I don't think Megadeth is coming anywhere close to here anytime soon. I would. I, Megadeth is one of those bands. I don't even tell you this that like I had tickets to go see him on Gigantor, and my first wife made me leave early before Megadeth came out. That Aww. hurts me. Yeah, and yeah, it wasn't reason. too long after that you guys were divorced. Absolutely, uh, and that's <laughs> uh, and that was grounds for that was in the paperwork. Yeah, I missed Megadeth. <laughs> Your Honor, she made me leave. Um, <laughs> I think there was like a ministry. Sh- I want to say there was like a ministry show at the House of Blues. It was the same deal. Where like she whatever for whatever reason she couldn't handle being there, and she was like, "We need to go before I even got ministry even came out, or like just as they were starting, they were like, "I gotta go." As soon as we got outside, she was like, "I'm better now. I want candy." That became a running joke with Melissa and I. Like anytime one of us Fucking ruined something eight. for somebody else, we would just go, "I want candy." Yeah, my ex used to do that. Except she would it would be like I'd go visit my parents, and she'd call me like, "I need you to come back. I can't handle being by myself." Yeah, that's great. Jesse, see what you're missing having like married a fairly normal woman a hundred years ago. Yeah. <laughs> see, what you, see what you're missing having not dated since 1981. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that Gotta old. Gotta kick that's, out of that. <laughs> I did because like you're not that old. That's Jesse, do, do you ever hear the shit that I talk about in, in Robert? Just like, gosh, I feel like I've missed out in life. Or do you hear this and go, I'm so glad I was betrothed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in elementary school, yeah. absolutely. I'm so glad my in, playground, my Indian heritage, that I was in this fixed <laughs> marriage. There was a fish involved, and <laughs> you know her father, and it was just crazy. Yeah, uh, it was uh, forty acres and a mule, right? That's right. I want to hear. I want to hear thoughts before we before we get out of here, Jesse. Because uh, you know we, we we're teasing you, but I, but I feel like you need to respond by saying. That uh, I, I, I mean, I, I completely agree. I love being, uh, just not involved in any type <laughs> of romantic social life for in 2022. Yeah, I believe. I mean, I, I watch people all the time. You know, we know we all. You guys, our immediate family, who are out at the bar trying to mm-hmm. find somebody, and I'm like. It's you're not 
unfortunately it's going to be tough sometimes to find a good person at a bar mm-hmm. it's it's rough so i'm glad that Let me, you know if I'm, tiktok has taught me anything it's fine it's tough to find a good person anywhere at all uh, right. uh, yes if they were if they were good people they would be at in their bedroom studying <laughs> so they can become doctor that's mildly racist all right now that we're done Thank teasing jesse um next week uh we're taking a week off in the middle hammer of doom uh, we're going to talk The Wire Season 2. We're going to review the new Pinocchio movie, the Robert Zemeckis-directed live-action remake of Pinocchio that uh, came on Disney Plus as of uh, this recording today. Wait, really? Yeah. And then, hey, huh. Pat Mullen fucking hit me up. He was like, yo, Cobra Kai. What up? <laughs> what what a do? And I'm like, all right. You know, so <laughs> so uh, I threw Cobra Kai on the... Not, you know, initially when I like when I drew down my schedule, it was definitely because I, I just needed to. I couldn't keep going at the pace I was. I was, you know, it was disruptive to my life. But um, I also was like planning to be a little bit more social than I currently am. So when he was like, "Like we're doing Cobra Kai," I'm like, "Hey, as it turns out, I have time." So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do it uh, noon on the fifteenth. That's just added to the schedule, and then we're back on Monday the nineteenth because Wednesday Jesse Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I'm going to see Wu-Tang Clan. And then I got like one, two, three, like four things in a row to do with Melissa. So um, we'll be doing the new Clutch album on the 19th. And then we're skipping it another week um, because I will be at Clutch on Tuesday the 27th. I'll be at Damn You Hollywood for the Munsters and a TV party for Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And then finally, um, the last Metal Hammer of Doom uh, will be uh, okay. The twenty seventh of October is a uh, Slipknot, but don't fret because shortly thereafter, on October thirtieth, the first ever Metal Hammer of Doom jukebox. It's not always going to be on a Sunday. I just wanted to like shove it in. Hello, Natalia. I just wanted. I just wanted to you know shove it in. Uh, before too much time passed. So, yes, our last Metal Hammer of Doom proper is October 27th, and we are going out with style with Slipknot. Um, yeah, ba- baby. The the end so far. So I think that's fitting. And then we pick things up again with the Metal Hammer of Doom jukebox where, I don't know, I said three videos, but I feel like if I've learned anything from the Metal Hammer of Doom extra, like, we might only be able to play one or two if we're only trying to keep it to about an hour. What do you think, right. Jesse? Uh, yeah, it may call for some type of modification. Maybe, maybe we'll two. See. Maybe two videos. Maybe like you know, we talk, play a video, talk some more, play one more video, and then you know, outro. What do you think? I don't know. That's fine with me. I mean, I said three because there's three of us, but yeah, you know, and I, I didn't want to jip anyone. On the other hand, right. it feels like if we try to like talk as much as we've been talking on the Metal Hammer of Doom Extra, like those shows are getting to be an hour now, just about an hour. <laughs> and that's and, without any any reviews, right? And then and then we throw a a video in there. What do you think, Coop? Uh, I mean, we could always uh, come planning with like three or something, and then from mm-hmm. there, like you know, like kind of like one of those. If we have time, we'll do this. If we have time, we'll do this. It's true. And kind of maybe just to... like alternate whoever gets first, right? And it doesn't have to strictly be an hour. If we go like an hour ten, that's fine. So all right, we'll, we'll leave it at three. What do you think, Jesse? Beautiful. This is like, I said I wanted to go to bed 15 fucking minutes ago, you asshole. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> yes, daddy. Let's spend, let's spend the next half hour trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do two months from now. <laughs> Didn't you know that's the style of the schedule, you see? Yes, daddy, as <laughs> as the girls like to say. All right, speaking of daddies, hey. Jesse Starcher, do your plugs. Robert Cooper, you don't get any uh, plugs tonight because your plugs are you're dumb. <laughs> this, no. <laughs> your plugs are ridiculous. Well, I mean, listen. I mean, she hasn't done a podcast in over a year and hasn't mentioned it and since she got her new boyfriend. But what's the worst thing that could happen? Jesse, do your plugs, and then we're getting out of here. The worst that could happen. Literally, the, the, the sooner you get done, the faster you go to bed. <laughs> That's the carrot. dangling. The W2M Network hosts my feed, the Source Material Comics Podcast. And you should be able to go over there and check out our latest release, which was Unspoken Issues on Cable, Blood, and Metal. Can I Next say, week, though, fuck your podcast, talk about your TikTok. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. The TikTok is, uh, 
just uh, you know, little clips from these. There's a little bit of promo for promo work for these upcoming uh, these upcoming podcast episodes. So if you like TikTok, you could check that out. It's the Source Material Comics Pods, I think, is what it is. Uh, but anyway, you should be able to find it out there. I just released our latest uh, promo for the upcoming episode uh, that Mark and myself are getting together and doing, and that is on the lute- the new Lieutenants of Metal, uh, which was a lot of fun. It was a fun book to talk about. It, it had a different art style to it, and we talked some metal. So check that out. That should be coming up. Uh, it should be dropping on the 13th of September. So that right there, we've got a lot of stuff in the works here. My goodness, next week I'm recording three episodes for the comic speed. But the good thing is that gives me just more stuff in the can so I can uh, release them and space out these episodes a good bit and give myself a little breathing time. Yeah. But uh, yeah. When are we, we going to see some fucking syndicated source material, man? Don't have any. I've got new source material all over the schedule right now. It's, I want uh, it, old source material. Oh, you do, huh? All right. Well, <laughs> I got, maybe I got, maybe sometime in November. He'll have his people call your people. I got space on the schedule that needs filling. Fill my space, fill. Jesse. No. Oh, that's what it is. It's all about filling your space. Get up fill in my space. He wants his gap filled. Please get oh, up you. in my space over and over and over again. Oh, that's, that ain't right. <laughs> that's gay. That all right. right. That's all my plugs. I'll bet it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Metal Armor of Doom. That's Juicy J, Jesse Starcher, the Metal Cooper, Robert Cooper, and I'm a ridiculous human being. Be well, be safe, and behave. 